0: and welcome to episode 26 of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Sharla. And I'm Heather. Hi guys.
1: Hi. <laughs> Hi.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, this week we are going to be talking about tipping at Walt Disney World. Uh, what positions get tipped? What positions don't get tipped? Um, and that's going to be our main topic. But uh, first of all, Oh my gosh, guys, it's so close to spring. What is going on back there?
1: Um. Wow, okay, so this actually isn't the backyard. It is the side yard, and Justin is... T- <laughs> he's like a master gardener. I know I've killed every plant I've ever owned so I take no credit for this. I just take the pictures but he planted a whole field of wildflowers and because it has been so damp and rainy and cold here it just like it has exploded. So I don't know if you guys have heard on the news about the super bloom that's yes, going on out yeah. in the desert. That's basically what's happening in my side yard is just it's like Hundreds of wildflowers of every color, and it is so pretty. And it's really funny because yesterday was the first really California day we've had in a long time. So it's been 75 and sunny, it was finally perfect. And every I had at least 10 people just walk over, everybody's taking pictures in the yard. I'm like, oh, my house is famous. I should put like a hashtag or something on it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's so great. Well, I still have snow on the ground, so I I have serious spring envy right now.
2: We're in between because we were, it was beautiful here last week and now it's freezing cold. It's like 45 and no snow. But we haven't mm-hmm. had any snow. But it's supposed to be back up in the 70s next week. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, don't feel bad because it's getting cold, California cold again. So, it's going to be rainy again tomorrow and 60, 55 for the next couple of days. So, spring is going away for us. But yesterday (laughs) was brilliant.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Spring in New England is, you know, basically Mother Nature um, has hot flashes periodically. So, like (laughs) Friday, (laughs) Friday was 60 degrees and then over the weekend it was like 30 degrees. (laughs) So it's like, yeah. You just sort of never know when you wake up in the morning what exactly you're going to be dealing with. It'll stay that way until like May 1st, pretty much.
1: I like to joke too, because I remember living in the Northeast when it would be like 60 degrees. It would be so warm and you'd throw open the windows and you'd have a (laughs) t-shirt on. And now here I'm like, oh my gosh, 60 degrees. It's so cold. I know.
0: (laughs) I know. My parents who live down South were like, it's only going to be 58 degrees here today. I was like, that's shorts weather for New England guys right now. That's
1: Yeah.
2: I that's what how do I, feel. I feel like about. I just said it was freezing cold at forty-five, and I know that, that that's not uh, chemistry-wise, not freezing cold, but right for me. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's freezing cold.
0: <laughs> that's, I'm glad that Georgia Tech degree got you that far. At least Charlotte. Yes, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I did not
2: know that before I even went to Georgia Tech. So. <laughs> but yes, um, and it's. So for those of you who don't know, I don't think we talked about this last week, we are doing video now so we can see each other. So that's fun for us that we can <laughs> raise our hands and wave wildly at each other. And it's been a lot of fun for the yeah. last week. Yeah. So
0: I always like seeing what everybody um, shows up wearing. So like this week, Sharla has on her Disney Cruise Line shirt that she got when we were on our cruise in September. Um, I don't know if you the...
1: guys can see mine, but I'm I'm in a parka. You have a I'm jacket on. on. Yes, I can tell <laughs> you, you yeah, I, can tell I just it.
2: thought you were fashionable for so early in the morning
0: for you. No, but...
1: no. <laughs> I have sweatpants on. I'm just cold. Oh, I
0: definitely have sweatpants on. You just can't see it's, Yeah. Everybody's wearing. That's a universal thing. We're all wearing sweatpants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it is fun though. It's nice to see you guys because yeah. they don't get to see you often enough. So. Yeah. All right. So let's get to the Disney news. Okay. So you know that for us, food is almost always going to be the most exciting news, the news that we're most excited to share. And this was big, I felt, especially because the three of us were in Paris together, not even a year ago. And one of my favorite memories was when we stopped at that crepe Stall on the street, and we got the street crepes. And really, like, we had been talking about street crepes for days at that point. And finally, on our walk back to our hotel, we all had street crepes. So I was very excited to see that there is a creperie. I'm not going to say that print, but Correctly, but a creperie uh, restaurant coming to the France Pavilion at Epcot.
1: Yay! You tell us all the details because I am so excited about
0: this. (laughs) So it's going to be a new building. So for everybody that's panicking, wondering what they're going to close, nothing. This is part of new construction as part of the Ratatouille adventure. And it is another sort of celebrity chef restaurant, which all of the restaurants that are in the France pavilion already are. Uh, Jérôme Bocuse is a very famous French chef, and he has inspired Chef de France and Monsieur Paul. So this will be his third restaurant uh, in the France pavilion. So this particular menu, and by the way, if you're thinking, if like me, you're picturing a street stall, oh, no, 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 no. Au contraire. In fact, this is a (laughs) full-service restaurant. Uh, So the menu will be inspired by the Brittany region of France and has table service dining and a quick service location. So they will have to- Stop
1: it right mm-hmm.
0: now. Street <laughs>
1: Grapes, so excited.
0: And Fancy Crepes. How excited are we? Oh.
1: So I bet they'll have, like, this
0: whole sweet and
1: savory
2: thing going on. It's going to be really good.
1: Do we know when it's going to open?
0: We don't know when it's going to open. There is no official opening date or even what they refer to now as an opening season, which I love. we <laughs> have from opening dates to just opening time frames, sort of date ranges. Uh, which, by no, by the way, is never correct and they'll, anyway. They'll lie anyway. Yeah. yeah. But the official term is uh, coming to the pavilion in time for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World so I will
1: be there for opening day of that yeah. I don't need to go for an opening day of a ride but for a crepe for,
0: restaurant for crepes yeah,
1: sign I'm
0: girl. <laughs> up all right so um, Heather why don't you tell us a little bit about uh the Disney Fox acquisition that has now completed
1: well so this has been in progress for what a year and a half everything has become official who's getting what who's keeping what and as of I don't know if it's today or later this week Fox is today. Officially, officially a part of Disney. They are all Disney cast members now. Um, I don't know what that means. If we're going to keep the movie catalog separate. But Fox has some really good movies guys. That could potentially become a land. In some park somewhere around the world. Uh, so that would be really cool. Um, other than that. I don't really think anything really changes. I know Fox keeps Fox News. Um, and all of their sports. And Disney really just made. Mostly takes over the movie studio, but also anything
0: that Hulu though, Disney will now have a controlling interest yeah. in Hulu, which is, which is
1: interesting because Disney later this year is releasing their streaming product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do we do? Do we roll it all into one? I hope we do because I have Hulu and I would like to not have to buy the Disney streaming <laughs> product <laughs> too because I have them all. Um, but yeah, so it mostly they're going to keep everything separate at least for right now, but we'll see what that yeah. means.
0: And for Marvel fans, of course, this is big news because Fox had the rights to X-Men and Fantastic Four, I think. So now, and those were part of the Marvel Universe that Disney didn't own before. So now, you know, who knows what we'll see going forward with that.
2: It's going to be, I know that there's a stuff with Universal too, you know, like the Marvel area over at, Islands of Adventure, and then there's the Simpsons area, Universal Studios. That's a that's a Fox thing. So it's, I mean, I'm sure they have all the rights figured out. The
1: Simpsons.
2: Yeah. So I don't know. Fox has never been has been kind of edgier. You know, like when the Simpsons came out, it wasn't the family friendly type thing that you know Disney um, had in mind, or the, you know that Disney had at the time. So Fox has a lot of, ed- I guess, more edgier things than Mm -hmm. than Disney generally so I kind of like it I mean I I don't know I kind of like the idea of them having having a little bit
0: more say in that type of thing yeah it'll be it'll definitely be interesting to see sort of what this means going forward and how much of a merger it is and how much of a just we now own you but
1: (laughs) I think it's probably going to be at least for the time being just a we own you type of thing I think like you were saying Charlotte uh, Disney is so very different from Fox that they're just going to keep the brands separate and movies are still going to be released under you know 21st Century Fox and they're still going to be released under Disney. Um, I think it's more of just a power play and money and changing sure. hands type of thing for right now until Fox comes out with some really cool fantasy series, franchise and then Disney is like, well, okay, let's make a park about that.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Okay.
2: I haven't checked the stocks to see how anything has been affected today, so
1: we'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, and then speaking of movies, um, there was some exciting sort of news from uh, from Pixar this morning, right, Charla? Yes, Toy Story 4. Like the the big
2: trailer for it, not just the little teasers um, that have been going on, so I haven't watched it yet.
1: I haven't. Um, I, haven't watch wa- it? I watched it. Are we liking it, or are we thinking
0: enough of Toy Story already? I'm... <sighs> And I might be in the Enough of Toy Story already camp. I'm not sure. It's so hard to tell from a trailer, you know, because I feel like with trailers, sometimes either they show you every single good part of the movie in the trailer, mm-hmm. and then you see the movie and you're like, oh, well, I've already seen all the good parts, it turns out. Or, you know, they're just giving you little hints. And really, the movie, it, it, this could go either way. I didn't get a good, strong sense from the trailer as to whether I was in or not, but I, I definitely wasn't like, oh, I'm sold. I'll be there opening weekend. I wasn't crying. A lot of people are reporting that they're already crying just from watching the preview. And I'm oh. a crier. Like you guys know, <laughs> yeah. if there's anything that is the slightest bit sentimental, I'm in tears. And I was not in tears. So, but oh, no. just be I that know, I know. wasn't feeling well. But
2: <laughs> <you know. laughs> I don't know that I've ever cried over a trailer to a movie, but I do know that I bawled like a baby at Toy Story 3 at the very did- end.
1: Oh, I did too. I did too.
2: Too. So I did if, you know, I don't, the reason I'm hesitant about Toy Story 4 is because of the, the emotion that I got from Toy Story 3 and it was so perfect,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
2: of Andy passing down the toys and all of that. Yeah. That it was just absolutely perfect. So I'm that's why I'm hesitant about the fourth. Not, I mean, I think the little shorts are cute that they do and all of that. So I think there's enough in the franchise they could do more, but
0: to have a whole movie, I don't know. Does anybody but me feel like the shorts are where it's at for Pixar right now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Have we talked yeah. about Kitbull no. on this podcast? No, I, because no, because I think all of us so, will sob if we well, do. Yeah, speaking of crying, yeah. yeah. The, oh, the God, shorts, that was such a good short. Oh, the shorts. All right. So all I'm going to say is if you have not watched Kitbull, K-I-T-B-U-L-L, it's Pixar short. It's available on YouTube. If you have not watched it, you need to go watch it right now. And mm-hmm. then email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com <laughs> and tell us how many Kleenexes you went through. Yeah. Because <laughs> Well, Sarah it is ridiculous. texted, yeah, Sarah texted and said,
2: I watched it, I'm not okay, and I was like, okay, I'll watch it a little bit later, but I didn't realize when she said, I'm not okay, that she meant, in all oh my caps, gosh. by the way, I yeah. am not okay, but I didn't actually realize that she meant You're going. I or I was going to sob uncontrollably, so to the point that my husband came downstairs and said, "Are you okay? What is wrong with you?" And then I said, "I'm okay. I just watched the new Pixar short." And he just laughed and left the room. (laughs) So, you know, it's.
0: It, just be prepared if you're watching it at work yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You, have a, you yeah. may not. I got okay. very angry text messages from both of them later that day. Like, oh, my God, what this? are you doing to me? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I and I don't know that I can ever watch it again. And I have not shown my daughter yet because I oh, I, I watch don't it. think I can handle it. I have um, probably watched it six times. No, the- I can't.
0: I can't handle it right now again. <laughs> Love it. You know, so yeah. But the Pixar, the shorts they're doing, and there's a whole bunch of them that they've done okay. recently that they've, that they've, you know, released Pearl. on YouTube. Pearl is hilarious. They have Pearl. Oh, it's so cute. No, totally safe. It is a no Kleenex short. Okay. No,
2: no, 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 no okay. it's cute. Per, it's, and it's P-U-R-L, like yarn. It's yarn. Uh, yeah, yeah okay. like knitting. Okay. Yeah, it's very cute. So then, cute. The last few have been really cute, This is what I'm I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Can we, like, let's just point out the elephant in the room? I don't know if you guys look at the movie release schedules, but I know the whole release schedule for Pixar and Walt Disney Animation Studios and Disney Studios. And there is exactly only two movies coming out this year that are not sequels of some sort. So every single animated movie coming out of both studios is a sequel. Um, And even some of the the live live action. yeah, there's only one coming out around November it Is not a sequel, um, and then Penguins comes out next week, which is uh, Disney Nature's new film, and those are the only two movies this entire year that Disney is, not, is making original content, so there's just not original content coming out of these studios, so I don't know what that means.
0: It's really but frustrating. They also
1: didn't win an Oscar for Best Animated Movie, and they literally created the category, so <laughs> that's yep. not a
0: good thing. <laughs> Yep, yeah. I would agree. I would agree. It's been...
1: Yeah, but
2: I mean, if you're just... Re- I mean, I liked the Jungle Book, and I liked Pete's Dragon, and, you know, Aladdin looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. The, uh, mm-hmm. Well, no. not the genie part. No, and, li- no, no Lion
1: King better be Dumbo, either.
2: No, no I will not Dumbo. be watching Mm-mm. Dumbo.
0: Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. the Lion
1: King looks pretty good. It's got a great cast. Lion King, so does, look good,
0: uh-huh. Lion King um, does look good, actually. Lion King does
1: good. I, I was um, not a fan of Lion King animated movie, and I know oh, I'm the only one in the world, so I don't really care about.
0: And click.
1: We just called a live action. There is no real lion being yeah. held up on yes. the Pride Lands. It yeah. is an animated freaking movie. That is I all. do.
0: I do get frustrated by the live action sort of, like to stop calling it that, please.
1: It's not live action. You are animating it with a computer as yeah. opposed to hand drawn, but yeah. whatever. Well, I liked
2: Aladdin originally more than I liked The Lion King. I just liked the music. I don't know, it just spoke to me more. And this but the remakes, I'm way more excited about The Lion King than I am about Aladdin. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. You know, we'll all go see them and we'll report
0: back. But I don't know if I will go see Aladdin. I don't know if I can. I am the world's biggest Robin Williams fan. I am completely yeah. obsessed. I own every single DVD. I was obsessed. I had the Mork and Mindy like doll. I I Aww. was like, I would, I'm a hardcore. I'm still not over the, now I'm going to lose it. I'm still not over that. And so I don't know if I can see Aladdin. I just, and I, by the way, Will Smith is way up there for me too. So this is nothing against Will Smith. Love him. I just can't, I don't think I can do it. I just don't think I can do it. Yeah. Well,
2: I take it as like you know, like if you see Aladdin on Broadway or the show that they used to have at DCA, that was a different type of genie. So, Uh or or the show on uh, Disney Cruise Line, like the Believe Mm -hmm. show, it's a different type of genie. So, I've kind of gotten used to genie as different and a little bit more, a little bit not crude is not the right word, but he's a little bit more today than mm-hmm. you know the genie was then and I, I agree I love Robin Williams so this is a different kind of thing but I'm used to a different genie so and, and I'm sure Nora will want to see it and I will go see it so
0: yeah. yeah 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 all right well so I guess we should probably talk about our main topic today all <laughs> oh, fine <laughs> back to work ladies all right no just kidding uh and actually Charlotte this was your idea so why don't you tell us a little bit about our topic today
2: Okay, yeah. Um, So I was inspired by this idea when Sarah and I were headed to Walt Disney World a couple of weeks ago. um, And I texted her and I said, you know what, should we be tipping the concierge? Because this is something that I've never thought about before. So I was just thinking about when you go to Walt Disney World from leaving your house until you get back to your house, who should you be tipping? Um, you know, we always say bring a couple of dollars for the housekeepers or mousekeeping as some people call them and things like that. But there's a slew of people who may want to consider tipping or you Mm -hmm. may want to not. It just, it's, you know, tipping is optional, completely up to you, but this is who we
0: recommend that you tip. Yeah. And tipping's a really always a very interesting and sort of sensitive topic because a lot of tipping is a very... American kind of thing right when you go to Europe or other parts of the world you don't tip the same way that we do here because they pay people a living wage anyway sorry that's another (laughs) another story Uh, that's a different podcast Um, but so yeah you're right there are and so we are certainly not telling you what you should or shouldn't do or how much we are just talking about sort of what we do and what some of the recommended guidelines are so we you know take this all with a grain of salt and you do you <laughs> with that disclaimer in mind. <laughs> um, so the first thing that always sort of occurs to me or one of the biggest guidelines that I use when I'm planning out, you know, how much cash I'm going to need or how much is, um, how many times is somebody going to handle my luggage? Right. Cause I'm a believer that anytime somebody handles my bags, mm-hmm. they get tipped. Does that seem?
1: Yep. Yes, one hundred percent.
2: So the first thing is, a lot of times I, I avoid the like outside the Sky Caps at the airport. Mm-hmm. But the like when we I was headed down there a couple of weeks ago, the line was astronomical inside. So Sky Cap came from, and he said, are "You flying uh, Southwest, come on outside." And I said, "Okay." And so that right there was a tip because you don't tip them inside because that's the um,
0: employees, like the,
2: the employees of Southwest. Mm-hmm. But the Sky Caps are a little bit different, and they are just airport, I guess, employees. Um, Mm -hmm. so, but he's, I mean, good grief. He saved me a lot of time and I gave him, I think three or $4. Um, that's probably a little high. It's, it was just one bag, (laughs) but you know, um, I usually tip like a dollar or two per bag, depending on what
1: I've got really.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And if they're heavy, you give more tips.
0: Yeah. yeah, like and, if you're trying to sneak something in that might be a little bit close to the weight limit. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, exactly. the sky cap and an extra tip is the way to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even actually
2: before that, um, so usually I park at park and ride at the airport. So that's a person who can most of the time picks up your bag and puts it on the bus. And there's a sign, at least at the Atlanta airport, that says tipping not required. It's our pleasure. But I usually give them a dollar or so. Um, so that's the first one is, is the person at park and ride. And then the yep. second is if you, uh, have a sky cap at the airport, then that yep. person.
0: Mm-hmm. So then I guess the best way to do this is just goes through this sort of chronologically in your trip, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a good plan actually. Okay. So now you've, you've gotten to the airport, you've checked your bags, you get on your flight, uh, and you get to Walt Disney world and we'll assume for for the purposes of this podcast, that you're using Magical Express. Do you typically tip your Magical Express driver?
1: Well, it is not required, um, but they are not Disney employees. They are hired by Mears. So I find that if my Magical Express driver is going above and beyond, he's really funny and he's lifting and throwing my bags around, um, especially on the way home, I will tip him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, On this particular
2: trip. Um, I did not have any luggage underneath and he, so he didn't touch anything for me. Um, and however, I did give him a dollar because, you know, he's working hard for other people and all that. So I don't always tip it just, again, like what Heather said, if, if he's, um, informative, funny, does anything above and beyond just normal driving, then yeah, I will tip them mm-hmm. even if they don't touch my back.
0: Yep. Yeah, I feel the same way. I've had some Magical Express drivers that were hilarious, you know, and really tried to engage you and, you know, make you feel excited about your trip if it's an inbound trip or, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) console you a little bit if it's an outbound (laughs) trip, you know. Um, And then I've had drivers that have literally never spoken one word to me. So, you know, but just got me there and back safely. Um, So if it's just got me there and back safely, didn't touch my bag, I, I probably would not that um, but if they're handling my bag at all yeah it's a dollar to two dollars per bag that's yeah. typically what I do yeah um okay so now you're at your hotel and your bags get delivered mm-hmm. if you are there and this is this is uh, sort of for me one of these things that's always so tricky because oftentimes when your bags get delivered you're not in the room the bags just materialize and so there's no opportunity to you know these people who are delivering the luggage, um, but if you're in the room when the bags get delivered, I personally, again, because they had my bags, I tip.
1: Yeah. Oh, I yeah. always tip. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so here, here's another question about that. Then, let's say you have a day bag that you don't, you know, that the bell that you just give to Bell Services so you can go to the park, like your mm-hmm. small smaller bags. Um, I usually only tip when they bring it back to me and not when I drop it off.
0: I tip but, both ways.
2: Yeah. I awesome. saw you the other day tip when we dropped it off. And so then I was thinking, Hmm, maybe I should
0: think about that. I do that. <laughs> I do that for a couple of different reasons. One, cause it falls under the, they touched my bag clause mm-hmm. that I use sort of. Um, but also because I, especially if I'm coming back for the bags relatively quickly, I want to make sure that they put my bags Somewhere where it's easy. I don't want to have to wait for my bags when I get back. And I find that in general, if I tip when I drop the bags off, that the bags are quicker to get retrieved when I pick them up. That's a completely non-scientific observation. (laughs) But I've been doing this for a long time, and I travel a lot. So in general, that's yeah.
2: That's that's a a good point. Um, Because yeah, again, it's, it's just something that typically I have always just just tipped when I pick it up but it's not a bad idea to get a couple you know give them a dollar or two when you drop it off as well so yeah
1: Mm
0: -hmm. yeah good point I want to make sure my bag isn't getting like you know shoved under a bunch of other bags or sort of thrown in the far back corner or you know not that I think that they treat the bags that not that I'm certainly not suggesting that they intentionally treat the luggage poorly but I do think that you know Couple bucks here or there, maybe goes a long way so towards making it they're they're, a little
1: bit nicer to, bit nicer to my bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
2: okay, so then the next step is, I guess, in your room itself. Um, and this Mouse- is something I have done for years, um, which is um, tip the housekeeping, um, mousekeeping is what they call it a lot of times at Disney World. Some people bring these fancy envelopes to put in the room. I don't get that fancy, I just usually I have a bunch of ones um, that I'll get from the bank before I go. And almost always I will tip $5 a day. Um, I just think you get better service if you're tipping. And it may be a different housekeeper um, every day. Some people will tip, you know, like once at the end of the week, $20 or something like that. But it, you know, it's it's not necessarily the same person.
1: So I have a different perspective because I have I am a DVC owner so I nine times out of 10 I'm only staying DVC and we don't really get housekeeping services so depending on your length of stay you if you're there for four days you'll get a trash and towel service where somebody will just come in change out your towels take out your trash and be gone. And if you're there for um, over a week on the eighth day, you'll get a full cleaning of your room. So I actually do not tip mousekeeping or housekeeping when I'm staying at a DVC property because I don't really get it. And then the times that I do, it's, that's actually covered by my annual dues. So um, if you're staying at a deluxe villa property and you are paying cash for it, you are not staying on DVC points, you would still get your full hotel cleaning, your room cleaning every single day. And in that case, I would be tipping. But if you're staying at a DVC resort on points, you don't get any housekeeping services. So I don't generally tip the housekeepers.
0: Yeah. And actually, that's a good point about, you know, if you're staying at a deluxe villa resort, and you're there on cash, you do get not only do you get the full housekeeping service, but actually, a lot of the times they go above and beyond like I've had them do dishes that were in Mm -hmm. the sink. Uh I've had them really. So I actually would probably tip more than I normally would if I were in a villa than if I were in a standard room.
1: Yeah, because yeah. there's, you know, it's it's almost like a house. So, like, you have a full kitchen, you have all of these dishes to do, so there's usually more than one bathroom for them to clean, so it's a lot of work. Um, but when you're staying at a deluxe villa on points, it's considered your vacation home, and that means your home, where you would take out your own trash and make your own bed and things like that.
2: Okay,
1: Yeah. So the um, that's another thing about
2: cash is usually, you know, I said some people have these envelopes and stuff, but um, usually I just take the little
0: pad in the room and write thank you on it and stick the money with that. Yeah. And um, that's actually an important note about the – because technically, I don't know if you guys have heard this, if this is true, if this is like Disney urban legend, that they're not supposed to take cash that's just lying there unless there is something that says it is for them. Mm-hmm. I you don't heard that?
2: I, I haven't heard it, but – it I mean, makes that would sense. make sense. Um, mm-hmm. I've had that happen where I've left money out, um, and it's been it, it sat there all week because they don't they don't take it. Um, but then you know, I, I, most of the time I do leave a note that says thanks, or yeah. you know, and usually I fold it up uh, over the the bill their bills just a little bit. But a lot of times I'll just leave it on top, and yeah. they they take it. So right. um, it doesn't have to be much. You know, this is not trying to um break you of your hard earned vacation monies but you know just a thank you to the the housekeepers who who come in and clean up yeah. after you so
0: and especially i've had some really fantastic mousekeepers that have like mm-hmm. done cute mm-hmm. little vignettes with my son stuffed animals or every once in a while i get a towel animal or you know um there really are some mousekeepers. and to be clear i'm going to be perfectly happy if you just come in and maintain my room at an appropriate level i don't I'm going to be just as thrilled, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, but if you go above and beyond, um, you know, I, I personally really appreciate that because I just think it shows such attention to detail and a level of service that um, I think is really important. And especially on a Disney vacation, it's just that, that extra little bit of magic really goes a long way.
1: Also, yeah. it's really nice to not have to clean up after yourself, to not make the bed. And mm-hmm. and so for somebody who's doing that for you, like, think about your day-to-day, like how hard it is and how time-consuming it is to keep your house clean, and then they're doing it for you. And that's, that yeah. uh, just thank you. It deserves a little thank you. Yeah. yeah.
2: I always get so happy like if I come back to the room in the middle of the day and the beds are made and Ugh. I'm like, "Oh, it feel, it just feels so good." But if I come back and it's not it's not done yet, I'm like, "Oh, it's not done." You know, it's it's like you, yeah. it's just a stress release that you feel when that bed is made. Um I don't mm-hmm. I don't you know, it doesn't really impact me if the bed isn't made in the middle of the day, but it's just so nice.
0: To it have feels it, nice. To have it done. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. all right, so next up, so you're on vacation, you've gone to your hotel, maybe you're headed to a park now, um, Disney transportation drivers. So people are probably now wondering, well, I tipped the magical express guy. Am I supposed to tip the guy that drove the bus to get me to the park? No, no, Ooh, no,
1: no, no, no,
0: no. Those are not considered typical positions. Um, so transportation, monorail drivers, bus drivers, those are not typical positions I, I will say the the best thing if you're looking for something that you can do to recognize a cast member that is not a typical position such as a, a ride operator, transportation driver, you know, things like that, custodian, is go to guest custodian. Yeah. yeah, go to guest services um and make sure that you uh, fill out a comment form or just let somebody know what a fantastic job they did because those things do get noted in their files and they do get recognition um for guest comments. So if you're looking for something to recognize um, A tip is not appropriate, but a guest comment is always welcome.
1: Yeah. And then same thing for minivan drivers. Um, I know that they're, you know, it looks like they're Uber drivers or like a cab driver. They cannot accept tips because. That's not true. That is true because I, when I was taking one, especially when I had Copley and they would go above and beyond for Copley and put down all like these special beddings for him and everything. Copley, if we haven't said it before, is my service dog. Um, I've tried to tip them and they said, no, I'm so sorry. I am not allowed to accept that.
0: I'm almost positive that the last time we used them that it was in the app. It's You can't tip them, you can't hand them cash but I'm almost positive that you can do it in the app, in the Lyft app. After you're oh, Well, That might
1: might be a workaround, but I know they cannot take money from you
0: because right. they are just cast members. I'm gonna look it up and see if that's uh I'm gonna look it up and see maybe they've changed it or maybe this was they changed it. Okay, all right. I'll I'll keep looking up. I'll look on that. Uh let's talk about dining while I'm looking that up. Okay. So dining um would fall under the
2: standard tipping practices if you go out to eat anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um if you you know, are at a table service restaurant and a server comes over, takes your order, takes, uh, brings you your food, um, brings you your drinks, then yes, you would tip that person. Um, if it's a quick service restaurant, um, then no, you would not tip typically. Um, they don't have like a tip jar or anything else, um, like that. Um, if it's a buffet, same type of thing. Even though those server is not bringing you your food, they are bringing you um, your drinks. Um, you know, some other things. They're helping you out. So yes, you would tip them. And I um, am almost always going to tip them twenty percent, unless they're just awful. In which case, <laughs> I would probably uh, then, if that's the case, you know, I would need to say something to management. You know, I, that's what I think is if you're if you're not getting the service you need, then you should say something. But uh, definitely. Definitely give any tipable position a tip if you can. So,
1: And just in case you are not from the United States, here um, anywhere between 15 and 20% is pretty much standard for a server. Um, I know Disney defaults to 18%, especially maybe if you're using a dining plan or you have some kind of discount, they usually put it on your, your bill already. So make sure you check for that. Um, but if I have really good service, I'm... 99% of the time giving a 20% tip.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also parties of six or more um, get the auto gratuity added in.
0: So, mm-hmm. yep. Minivans are tippable. They are. They I are. wonder when that changed. By both cash or in the app. It uh, looks like it changed in February of 2018. Gotcha. O- over a year now. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, it could have been like when it was in testing, you know, that. Yeah, I think when maybe it was t- it, while it was still um, mm-hmm. in the rollout phase yeah 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 so but yes they those are typical as well so um okay so oh the other one that I came across the other day that I hadn't thought about is um boat captains so if you are doing a fireworks cruise or uh rented a pontoon boat for like an afternoon um those are typical as well so because I was specifically I was booking a fireworks cruise for a client and they made sure to be very clear in telling me that gratuity <sighs> for the captain is not included in this price. Oh, okay. But not, but then,
2: the, but you know, like the boat drivers, like the magic kingdom, like the friendship boats, boats or something. Like that right. that yep. would not those be. are trans.
0: Yeah. That's Disney right. transportation. So those would not be, um, but private extra boats, you know, pontoon rentals, things uh-huh. like that, um, that have somebody driving them for you. So not like the water mice or something that you just rent and take out on your own. Um, but something that re- requires a boat captain, Um, That you're paying extra
1: for. When you all rent that grand one. You better tip the captain.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
2: Yes. Um, And then I thought of another one too. At that same time. And I don't remember it. So I'll come up with it. Um,
0: Okay. Oh and so you had mentioned the concierge. But we didn't actually really say what the conclusion was. Um, Concierge can accept gratuity. The consensus seemed to be from the research that I did that if they do anything sort of extra for you above and beyond, then that should be recognized with a gratuity. Like if you're asking them to make a lot of your dining reservations or you need a lot during your stay, um, you have them doing, you know, making arrangements for you with things, then you might want to consider a gratuity for that. In our particular case, um, the concierge's Checked us in, helped us with some sort of minor issues, answered, you know, one or two questions for us, but we didn't really use their services a lot. And in fact, the one time we tried to use their text service, it didn't work. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they made sure to tell us all about this fabulous service where you can just text us and we'll help you. And that service was down actually for pretty much our entire <laughs> state. So. Um, Yay, Disney. <laughs> Go yeah. Disney. Yeah. yeah. It's shocking their technology didn't work. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but But so no, we didn't. We did I'm not sorry, tip, I'm, I, did. I
1: just can't stop laughing, that's really funny, that's <laughs> just so typical.
2: Um, but <laughs> I did, however, um, did not tip them, but I did write an email to Guest Services about uh, two of the cast members that we um, encountered that were absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So, um, they, but did they go, they didn't do something that I felt like was, you know, typical. They didn't make these crazy reservations for us or do anything like that. They were just really nice and they were we had just fun with them talking and stuff like that. So yeah. that was nice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, we- the other thing oh. that I thought about um, was tours. If you do a, let's say keys to the kingdom or undiscovered future world, one of those um, private tours, um, y- those are led by VIP tour guides or I'm sorry, um, guest services tour guides. And those are not typical positions. Um, however, if you do a VIP tour, something that is private, something that you arrange through, you know, VIP, um, then that is tippable. And I mean, they're with you you all day. You really need to. You should tip them
1: well, because you'll see when you do your, your VIP tours, how amazing those tour guides are.
0: They do everything for you. And they will probably refuse it the first time. Just FYI, they, they may politely decline, but you can, tip them and And should should. insist
1: (laughs) 100 if anybody deserves a tip it is the vip tour guide they oh my gosh they will just make your vacation amazing so yes you should be tipping them
2: yeah, and I know that a lot of people say, "Well, I'm paying so much for this, then you know, why sh- why should I?" But if you if you ever do one and you see the value of this, you will understand why we are saying <laughs> that they these people deserve uh, the gratuity and they deserve all the thanks. So
0: yeah, they are some of the hardest working cast members at Disney, bar mm-hmm. none. Yeah,
2: um, and this is one that I do not know the answer to, but I just thought of what about if you get something done at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique?
1: Would that be tippable? I don't know.
2: I haven't been to the
1: boutique in a long time because my nieces have since, you know, outgrown that. But I don't, when we were there and this, I mean, again, was years ago, I, they, they couldn't accept tips. Because yeah. my mom, who is a hairdresser, definitely went to try to tip them. Said, no, 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 no. Um, yeah. But I don't know if that has changed or not.
0: Yeah. No, well, it, it, it has. The Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique and the Pirates League are one of the few places where the cast members can accept your tip. Okay. Uh, there you go. Now
1: that leads me to my next question What about Mermaid School? Can you tip those cast
0: members? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to have to find oh.
1: out before I go. <laughs> um, and then uh, one
2: of the last things I think is the spa. Uh, uh, that's a typical mm-hmm. thing that yes. just like any, um, you know, if you go to a hair salon or spa, anything that you would do at home, that's the, you would tip this, those as well. So, um, some have, may have an auto gratuity added, so you can check some services so you can check your statement for that. But if not, you can always
0: go above and beyond. Um, so when in doubt, I would say just check your receipt because a lot of times if there's an auto gratuity on there, um, like Charlotte had mentioned parties of six or more at dining or spa services or things when they bring you the receipt you know for, for your card and everything to sign, it'll be listed on there. So just check your receipt if it's already on there. You can always add additional. There's almost always a space where if you feel like somebody's really gone above and beyond the auto gratuity of 18%, you can always add some more.
2: Yeah. And if you really need to know something about, you know, somebody who you can tip and you just don't know, um, it may be a little awkward to ask them, but you can always ask their manager or team lead that's right there um in the area. You can always just kind of pull them aside and say, Are they allowed to accept tips or something like that? And that they'll give you a clear cut answer on it.
0: And when in doubt, guest comments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that means
1: a lot to them.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. I don't think Said it. Do we miss anything? All right. Now, of course, we want to make sure that we're um being clear that this pertains to Disney parks in the U.S. So Disney World, Disneyland, tipping on Disney Cruise Line and Adventures by Disney is completely different, and we'll probably talk about that in a you know future podcast. Um, so this is specific to Walt Disney World. Um, all right. So next up, Heather has a little bit of luxury for you,
1: <laughs> guys. I'm. <laughs> I'm way too excited for this, and I have a feeling everybody else listening is going to be excited for this. It was brought to my attention that yesterday, both Disneyland and Walt Disney World has started selling
0: dog spirit jerseys. (laughs) Okay, but so not everybody knows what the spirit jerseys are, so explain.
1: I am not a fan of spirit jerseys for humans, but they are basically...
0: for my she, dog I she says that while charlotte is wearing one fyi
1: <laughs> i have one i just I, so a is spirit a jersey spirit is jersey? Yes, is this a spirit, spirit jersey yeah it's a spirit jersey it's a sweatshirt spirit jersey is essentially a t-shirt however the t-shirt is ginormous it is immensely baggy it is nine times out of ten long sleeved and it has a a saying or something across the back. So it could say Disneyland. It can say haunted mansion. Whatever whatever it may be. So
0: Disney Cruise Line and glitter. Disney Cruise Line. I love mine. I love it. Yes, that's
1: a spirit jersey you are wearing. (laughs) There you go. It's nice and big and baggy. But like for me, I'm a tiny person. So even the smallest size is a tent on me. And I just it's too much fabric. But they, I'm sure you've all seen them. They are all the rage at the parks. Every attraction has one. Every park has one. I, I mean, it is like it's the thing right now. So. Disney being Disney has capitalized on this and they have just made them for dogs. I see one in purple and black. I don't know if there's going to be more, um, but they are both Walt Disney world and Disneyland and you can buy a spirit Jersey to match your dog's spirit Jersey, which they do. (laughs) I don't know. I'm crazy. And you, you, I, Copley needs one. For getting... the Graham. Heather, do it for the Graham. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself because I, I'm you know that crazy do I dog lady. Do you know and I'm you're... totally gonna do it. So the the dog spirit jerseys are $34.99. And Copley's probably gonna I'm going this weekend for food and wine festival out at California Adventure. Um so Copley will be coming home with a purple Disneyland spirit jersey. I'm so excited. And Everybody, check. I think they I, may I, or may I, not be on shop Disney. I don't know. I haven't checked, but if you're going to the parks, please get one for your best friend and, and you should probably get one for yourself to match too. It'll be great.
0: <laughs> we're, we're all getting them for our dogs. We're all...
1: <laughs> <laughs> they all said before I was like, I, so I have a little bit of luxury and they're like, okay, so I'll just tell me how much, and you just get one for, for our dogs and we'll send you money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then we will all take a picture and post it on her Instagram of all three yes. of our dogs. And- yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: yes. And we don't care how much they hate us. It's
0: worth it. Yeah. Oh, you know I, my dog lives for an outfit. Like, she's. Yeah. Well, he wear
1: fight. sweaters because he has no fur. So he, he needs he needs it to be worn. It is a necessity. Yeah.
2: Well, so I so we have a new puppy, and um, we've had her three months now, and so I think she'll be okay with it. But I've never put her in clothes before. I know if I put the older dog in, it, he's not going to be happy. But if I start this puppy young, surely I yeah. can uh, I can get her used to these clothes. So
0: yeah, That's my fun. dog my dog loves an outfit, so she will be so excited. Yeah. She is her mother's daughter. <laughs> she, is, she, is, she is her mama's doggie. Yes, she, is. She, loves outfit. she loves sparkle. She loves jewelry. Every time she gets a new, um, like she got a new rape, you know, she got a rabies shot recently. And so it was a bright, shiny new thing to put on her collar. She was so excited. I can't even tell you about it. <laughs> a whole happy dance. And she prances around and shows it off to everybody. It's hilarious. Yeah. That's funny. All right. So this week in our Patreon extra, all of us saw Captain Marvel recently. We're going to be sharing our thoughts. Uh, we have sort of a range of opinions on Captain Marvel, if you will. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that. And then next week, I think it's just going to be Heather and I, because Charlotte has some family business to attend to. So it's just going to be Heather and I, and we are going to be talking about what to wear <laughs> during the day at a Disney parks. Um
1: Which we can talk about for six
0: hours. We could do, uh, yeah, we could do an entire series of podcasts on this topic. (laughs) So Uh, next week might be a long one. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) Um, So thank you so much for listening. Episode 26. I can't believe, you know, it's been a wild ride for sure. So. (laughs) We thank you all for following along with us. Please follow us on Facebook at Diz Park Princess, Instagram at Diz Park Princess. If you just type Disney Park Princess into just about any social media, we should pop up. Uh, But we are primarily on Facebook, uh, Pinterest, and Instagram. And then, of course, we have our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. We are almost halfway to our goal. I think we might be a little bit over halfway to our goal, yeah. which is super exciting. Thank okay. you so much to all of us that, all of you that are supporting us and are joining us um, and getting those Patreon extras. So depending on what level you sign up at, you get different perks. Um, and we're always trying to come up with new perks. Um, and I think in a couple of months, we might start doing the occasional Facebook live for our Patreons uh, as well. So we'll see. We'll see how oh, that goes.
1: That'll be fun.
0: Yeah. Um, just give you guys a chance to get to know us better, get to interact with us more directly. But you can always reach us at info at DisneyparkPrincess.com. If you have any questions for a future podcast or anything that you'd like us to announce on the air, if you have a celebration, you have a trip coming up, um, we love to hear from you guys. So thank you so much, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.